back for another edition of The Jazz Show right here on CITR 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin Walker, and we have, of course, a usual bevy of uh, incredible music to play for you this evening, including uh, a lot of Canadian jazz. Um, I decided that uh, we've been uh, neglecting some of that uh, in the last few months, and so we're going to catch up a little later on in the show with some uh, amazing artists from all parts of Canada, including, of course, our favorite city, Vancouver. And uh, we're going to pay, also, we're going to pay a tribute to one of the great festivals which is happening right now, and of course, that's Diwali. And um, as most South Asians like everybody to join in their festivals, uh, this is essentially a South Asian festival. Everybody is welcome, though. It doesn't matter whether you're South Asian or not. Um, these kind of festivals are, are quite wonderful, and it's happening here uh, in the Lower Mainland, of course, because we have a huge uh, South Asian community. And we're going to pay tribute to uh, Diwali, and of course, uh, it's um, the Harvest Festival, and it's celebrated by uh, Muslims, Sikhs, um, Hindus, and um, people of other faiths as well. And uh, Essentially, <laughs> by everybody. Everybody likes to take part in uh, Diwali, especially if you live in an area where there are a lot of South Asian people. You can't really get away from it, you know. And uh, so we're going to pay tribute to that. And our jazz feature, of course, is up first. And tonight, the actual title of the album sounds like uh, some sort of a a magician. The title of the album is The Great Fontana. So you can imagine some guy in a big black cloak uh, coming out and doing magic tricks. That's not really where it's at. The, the Great Fontana is an album by one of the most incredible trombone players that ever graced our planet. Um, he's not as well known by jazz fans uh, as many um, great exponents of the trombone. And I didn't get to realize his greatness until um, basically a few years ago. But we're talking about Carl Fontana. And that's going to be, he's going to be the subject of our jazz feature this evening. Fontana is uh, an incredible musician who played in big bands, and this is where I sort of um, caught his name. Uh, I know that he played in, in Woody Herman's band, and he played in Stan Kenton's band, um, and delivered some amazing trombone solos. Uh, but that was about it, as far as I was concerned. I had no idea of his uh, incredible virtuosity and the respect that he got from other trombone players. Now, I had a good friend here uh, who lived in Vancouver, a wonderful uh, musician who played the trombone extremely well. And um, he used to tease me very often. He used to come up to me and because uh, we played um, gigs together and we played jams together and that sort of thing. His name was Herb Besson. 
uh, and he went on to some great things, played and moved to the United States. But um, Herb uh, used to come up and he said, uh, used to say, trombone. And, and we played this game. Uh, he, he'd look at me and say, trombone. And I'd say, well, yeah, J.C. Higginbottom, J.J. Uh, Johnson, Benny Green. He's the guy that does our theme song, uh, who is also my favorite trombonist. Uh, then I'd also mention Curtis Fuller, Gratian Moncor, Frank Rossellino. And he'd look at me and shake his head and say, Carl Fontana, Carl Fontana, Carl Fontana, Carl Fontana. And we play this game each time, and I'd say, yeah, Carl Fontana, yeah, yeah, okay. And I'd kind of shrug, and, and uh, he'd, he'd just shake his head, and he said, Walker, you don't know anything about jazz, and, and you really don't know anything about the trombone. And so, <laughs> in a way, that kind of motivated me to look into a l- little deeper. Excuse me. Uh, a little deeper into uh, Carl Fontana. And, of course, I found out what an incredible player he was. And we're, and we're going to hear um, his music this evening, one of his finest albums, uh, with a great band that he picked out. Now, Fontana um, spent, of course, he toured with big bands and did all that kind of thing. He spent many, many years in Las Vegas. And... A lot of great musicians um, went to Las Vegas because there were incredible opportunities for employment. You could make a lot of money down there playing shows for all the big stars and and, uh, all the people that came through. They needed bands. And, of course, in those days in Las Vegas, uh, every casino had a band. So uh, it was a place to go for musicians, and, and Las Vegas was crawling with great musicians. Uh, and Fontana was, uh, was part of that scene for many, many years. So his profile in the jazz world wasn't as high as others. And, um, of course, when he did come out and make recordings under his own name, people just really went, wow. I had the privilege of hearing Carl Fontana right here in Vancouver, uh, in 1978, Elmer Gill, who was one of our finest musicians, the late, great Elmer Gill, piano player, vibes player, and entrepreneur, uh, Elmer was presenting jazz shows at the Bayside Room of the Bayshore Hotel, and Elmer was responsible for bringing uh, quite a few people up here. And one of his concerts that took place in 1978 was a concert with Carl Fontana and Frank Rossellino, two of the greatest exponents of the trombone. And they were backed up by, well, Elmer played piano, Torben Oxball played bass, and uh, George Ursan played drums, and of course backed up by the, our resident stars. And um, this concert was recorded as well by Jack Stafford. And, of course, um, the, the record now is available. It's called uh, Trombone Happiness, and it's out there. You can find it on, uh, um, on Amazon. Anyway, uh, that was my introduction in person uh, hearing Carl Fontana, and I realized what an amazing player he, 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 he was. And uh, <laughs> I left that concert knowing more about the trombone, just hearing these two masters uh, play 
uh, and blend with one another. It was a great concert and, and one of the highlights of uh, Elmer's uh, Elmer Gill series. Anyway, we are going to get to our jazz feature this evening. Right now, the album is called The Great Fontana, and Carl put together um, a quintet of his favorite musicians, including the great Al Cohn on tenor saxophone. Al Cohn used to do a lot of writing and arranging and, and that sort of thing, but in his latter years, Al passed away in 1988. But uh, during his latter years, he just played the tenor saxophone. And, of course, uh, in, as far as I'm I'm concerned he was one of the major voices of that instrument, and he also made some wonderful recordings in the latter part of his career, including this one. So Al Cohn is on tenor saxophone, the late, great Richard Wyans on piano, originally from Oakland, California, played with Mingus, played with all kinds of people, wonderful piano player. On bass, um, my old friend, Ray Drummond, one of the finest bass players on the planet. Ray is still very much around and a wonderful, um, solid bass player. And on drums, the very talented Akira Tana. So that's the quintet, uh, along, of course, with Carl Fontana on trombone. The tunes we're going to hear, we open with a great tune written by the legendary pianist uh, Sonny Clark. It's called Shoutin' on a Riff. That opens the date. Then we move to a standard tune done as a kind of a samba almost, uh, a very delightful rendition. I believe Al Cohn did the arrangement on this. And uh, we're going to hear Rodgers and Hammerstein's It Might As Well Be Spring, tune number two. Tune number three is a great Gershwin standard entitled Soon. I love the melody on that tune. And then um, a great ballad follows Soon. And it's I Thought About You, written by Johnny Mercer and Jimmy Van Heusen. And then uh, a jazz staple written by trumpeter Charlie Shavers, entitled Showcase. And then one of the high points of the album, a beautiful ballad rendition of an old uh, Van Heusen tune entitled Polka Dots and Moonbeams. And then uh, an Irving Berlin standard, Always. And then one by a Chicago pianist, Eddie Higgins. And we're going to hear Expubident. It's a great title. And then we move to another ballad, What's New, written by Bob Haggart, bass player. And the final tune is dedicated to the country down south. And it's... um, public domain piece of music, but Al Cohn did a beautiful arrangement of America the Beautiful, and that concludes the album. So here then, our jazz feature artist, the late, great Carl Fontana on trombone, Al Cohn on tenor saxophone, Richard Wines on piano, Ray Drummond on bass, and Akira Tana on drums, the great Fontana, and we opened with Shouting on a riff. (laughs) ¶¶ 
Thank you. 
Thank you. 
Our jazz feature this evening with a wonderful trombonist by the name of Carl Fontana. And the album we heard was entitled The Great Fontana. And, of course, uh, that's very true. Um, There's some quotes on here uh, from famous trombonists like J.J. Johnson. He said, Carl Fontana is one fantastic trombone player. I couldn't improve upon that statement if I tried. Uh, And one of the great jazz critics, uh, Leonard Feather, said, one of the most innovative trombone players since J.J. Johnson. And um, Rudy Van Gelder, the famous recording engineer that did all the sessions for Blue Note and Prestige and so many other labels, is quoted here as saying, when I get a minute... And I want to listen to something I recently recorded. I play Carl Fontana's Polka Dots and Moonbeams for pure pleasure. So there you go. There's some um, words dealing with uh, how great Carl Fontana is. He was born in Monroe, Louisiana, July 18th, 1928, and lived to age 75 died October 9, 2003, in his adopted home of Las Vegas, Nevada. As I mentioned before, uh, Carl uh, lived there for many, many years when um, there were bands playing everywhere in every casino in in Las Vegas, and it was a very uh, lucrative place for a talented uh, musician who um, was a good reader and adaptable to so many different styles of music um, to live. And, of course, uh, um, because there were so many uh, musicians in Las Vegas at the time, uh, it's no longer that way. Unfortunately, the corporations have taken over the casinos and they use DJs and so on. They still have some shows there, but it's not the same. But uh, when Fontana was living there, of course, um, there, there were always jazz sessions, uh, and there were a lot of mu- uh, well-known musicians that spent quite a bit of time in Las Vegas because uh, you could make a pile of money there, save it, and <laughs> and then go back to playing jazz for nothing, you, you know, that sort of thing. Anyway, Fontana was a very, very uh, well-respected musician, and, and you heard a lot of his music from this wonderful album. 
I came late to Carl Fontana, as I mentioned in the uh, opening statement um, before we got into the feature. And, uh, and then, of course, when I realized how wonderful uh, musician he was, and I, um, he was what everybody told me, a monster and one of the great stylists on the trombone. And, of course, I also mentioned that I had a chance to hear him live right here in Vancouver, um, the great late Elmer Gill, who was the pianist uh, and entrepreneur, brought in Carl Fontana and Frank Rossellino, two of the major voices of the trombone, and um, they played at the Bayside Room of the Bayshore Hotel, um, where Elmer was presenting concerts by international artists and local uh, musicians as well. And Carl and uh, Frank Rossellino were backed up by Elmer on piano, Elmer Gill and uh, Torben Oxbow on bass, and George Ursan on drums. Anyway, back to this album. Um, just briefly, we heard Carl Fontana with the great Al Cohn on tenor saxophone, along with Stan Getz and Zoot Sims. Al Cohn was uh, really one of the uh, one of the greats and respected by um, just about. All the great saxophone players uh, loved Al Cohn, Sonny Rollins, and John Coltrane. Uh, all these people just uh, respected the hell out of uh, Al Cohn, and uh, it's so wonderful that he played uh, so brilliantly um, right up until his last days. He died in 1988. So we heard... Uh, Carl Fontana, Al Cohn, Richard Wyans was the pianist, one of the, he just passed away recently, he was 91 years old, great, great, um, and, and often overlooked master of the keyboard, um, from, originally from Oakland, California, um, my good buddy, Bulldog on bass, Ray Drummond, and on drums, Akira Tana. So all of these people got together and uh, made this wonderful recording, which was uh, done in Van Gelder's recording studio in September of 1985. We opened with a tune by Sonny Clark, an up-tempo thing called Shouting on a Riff, and then we moved to a nice uh, samba version of an old standard it Might As Well Be Spring by Rodgers and Hammerstein. Uh, the next tune after that was a nice version of Gershwin's Soon. And that has a very pretty melody. And then uh, we moved to a ballad, I Thought About You, written by Johnny Mercer and Jimmy Van Heusen. And then we heard a blues written by trumpeter Charlie Shavers, and that was called Showcase. And then the tune that uh, Rudy Van Gelder uh, liked so much Carl Fontana's interpretation of uh, Johnny Burke's beautiful ballad, Polka Dots and Moonbeams. Then we moved to an Irving Berlin standard entitled Always. And then a nice funky tune written by Chicago pianist Eddie Higgins. And that tune was called Expubident. That tune was also recorded by Lee Morgan as well. Then we move to a, a ballad, Al Cohn really shown on this one, um, ha Bob Haggart's uh, wonderful tune, What's New? And the final tune from the public domain, 
was, of course, America the Beautiful. And that was Al Cohn's arrangement of that tune, played the way you probably never heard it before, America the Beautiful. Anyway, that was the album. Uh, it was issued on Uptown Records, and it's called The Great Fontana. And, of course, the title is no exaggeration. We hope you enjoyed the jazz feature this evening. And, of course, this is the jazz show on CITR. FM 101.9, or for live streaming on your computer, www.citr.ca. I'm your host, Gavin Walker, and we are going to pay tribute to one of the great festivals that's actually happening now. It goes over a period of days. It started on the 27th, and I'm talking about Diwali. And, of course, it's um, a festival which really involves um, our vast and varied South Asian population. And it's all about, um, well, uh, harvest. Um, there's fireworks. Uh, it, it actually is. Um, there, there are some of the more uh, religious people uh, uh, refer to it as a religious festival. And, of course, it's celebrated by uh, members of the Hindu faith, members of the Sikh faith, uh, Buddhists, um, Muslims, and, and so many others from South Asia. And, of course, they invite everybody to join and, and uh, enjoy the celebration of Diwali every year. So to pay tribute to Diwali... I'd like to play some very interesting music by my good friend, John Handy, one of the most accomplished saxophone players ever. John lives in Oakland now. He's semi-retired. He's still alive and healthy uh, and uh, plays occasionally. And, of course, um, Handy uh, came to Vancouver quite often with uh, his uh, jazz group. Um, of course, he had a legendary... Uh, Canadian ensemble as well, and they scored at the uh, 1965 Monterey Jazz Festival, and of course so many people have that recording with our own Don Thompson and Terry Clark on it. However, John was always interested in um, Indian music from India, and uh, I remember uh, he and I, uh, I was living in San Francisco at the time, and uh, John and I drove down at the invitation of Ravi Shankar and uh, went down to uh, Los Angeles and sat on the stage um, and uh, participated um, in uh, an entourage at the uh, Santa Monica Civic Auditorium of a concert with Ravi Shankar. And uh, it, was, it was the most interesting um, get-together. And... Uh, it really sparked John's interest in uh, Indian music. And a few years later, he really developed um, a relationship with one of the great exponents of uh, Indian music, not Ravi Shankar, but Ali Akbar Khan, who had moved to the Bay Area and opened a school uh, to teach people uh, the disciplines of Indian music. And uh, John uh, and Ali Akbar Khan 
got together and recorded. So we're going to hear a bit of music, and this is kind of our, the jazz show's tribute to the celebration of Diwali. So here then is John Handy on alto saxophone, Ali Akbar Khan on his instrument, the sarod, which is similar to the sitar, but it has a, it doesn't have, um, it has, a, I guess, a little more percussive sound. And Ali Akbar Khan's son, Zakir Hussein, is on tabla, and on tempura, that's the drone, is played by Yogish S. Sahota. And all of this was recorded in Germany, November 1st, 1975. And then we're going to move to another uh, session from a little later, and uh, I'll tell you more about that later. But from this album was issued, and it was called Karuna Supreme. So we're going to hear one tune from, from here, and it's called Ganesha's Jubilee Dance, and it's a co-composition of Ali Akbar Khan's and John Handy's. So here they are to play Ganesha's Jubilee Dance, our little dedication to Diwali.
Here on the Jazz Show, we're playing a little tribute to the celebration of Diwali. And uh, we just heard John Handy on alto saxophone with Ali Akbar Khan, one of the great Indian musicians, virtuoso, and his son, Zakir Hussain, on tabla and on the uh, drone, the tampura, uh, Yogesh Singh Sahota. And that was uh, composed or co-composed by Ali Akbar Khan and John Handy, and that was entitled Ganesha's Jubilee Dance from uh, this wonderful album, which came out on MPS, called Karuna Supreme. We're going to move to a later album with, uh, with John and Ali Akbar um, and with some different people. And this album was recorded about five years after, recorded in 1980. And uh, this featured the two of them, uh, along with uh, Dr. L. Subramaniam on violin and Shyam Kane on tabla. And Mary Johnson is playing the tempura, the drone. And we're going to hear a John Handy composition. Um, so it's kind of a combination of um, Indian music. And you hear the, the real blues tonality here because John's background is an African-American jazz musician. And uh, it works on this uh, delightful piece of music that John wrote. Uh, for this session. And this one is called Indian Boogie Shoes. And then I think we're going to follow up with one more piece of music, but I'll let you know what uh, that is after we hear it. So here then is Indian Boogie Shoes, written by John Handy and played by El Subramaniam on violin, Ali Akbar Khan on sarod, and... Um, as I mentioned, uh, Shyam Kane on tabla and Mary Johnson on tempura. Thank you. 
We heard two tunes, and of course, uh, we're paying tribute to the Diwali festival with some music with uh, definitely an Indian flavor. And uh, this, these two um, pieces of music that we heard featuring John Handy on alto saxophone, Ali Akbar Khan on sarod, Dr. L. L. Subramanian on violin, Shyam Kane on tabla, and Mary Johnson on the drone, the tempura. And we heard two pieces of music from this album that came out on uh, MPS Records, and it was called Rainbow. The first tune was composed by John Handy, and it was entitled Indian Boogie Shoes. And the second tune was composed by Dr. L. Subramaniam, and that was entitled Kali Dance. So we hope you enjoyed the, uh, this fusion of um, improvised jazz with uh, Indian music. And uh, this is our small tribute to the festival of Diwali and uh, all the wonderful South Asian people that are celebrating this, uh, this holiday throughout the week. So there you go. Music above all. Certainly hope you enjoyed it. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9. Or, of course, uh, on your computer for live streaming, www.citr.ca. My name is Gavin Walker, and uh, we have a lot more music to play for you this evening. And uh, we hope that uh, you will continue to stay with us. We have uh, a little note about uh, an important 
subject here. Looks good for the weather this week. Um, it's going to be on the cool side, of course, in the, in the evenings, but um, pretty well sunny throughout the week, right through, uh, I guess, with the exception of uh, Sunday, next Sunday. However, the week is going to be great, and of course, all the trick or treaters on the 31st um, will have a nice cool evening to go out and do their stuff and collect all that candy and (laughs) all that sort of stuff and get into all kinds of mischief. So uh, the weather is uh, going to be sunny tomorrow with uh, a low down to about one, maybe even minus, maybe even zero, uh, and a high up to about eight. Then on Wednesday is going to be mainly sunny, the odd cloud here and there, with a low between 2 and 9. Thursday is uh, a mix of sun and cloud, mostly sun, uh, with a low of 2 and a high up to 10. Friday is going to be sunny, um, with a high of 11 and a low of 3. Saturday will be mainly sunny, with a high of 11 and a low of 6, a little warmer in the evening. Uh, Sunday is going to be mainly cloudy, with um, a high of 10 and a low of 6. And then next Monday will be a mix of sun and cloud with a high of 10 and a low of 6. So pretty nice uh, this week throughout the week. So there you go. You can look forward to uh, some pretty nice, pleasant fall weather. Mm -hmm. We're going to return to music now. Actually, before, I'd like to mention a couple of websites before we do that. Uh, one of them is the website of the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society, and I always mention that. Uh, if uh, you haven't gone on to that site, it's a really good one to check out. There's all kinds of information on there uh, about the um, local scene here in Vancouver and the clubs, especially Frankie's, which is one of the leading jazz clubs. That's programmed by Corey Weeds. And uh, there's some great music down there. And, and uh, the thing is, if you get onto this particular website, coastaljazz.ca, you can access uh, the schedule at Frankie's and check out uh, some people that you may want to hear. And you can also reserve a table and do all that kind of stuff. Coastal Jazz and Blues Society, of course, uh, are very busy people. And they're working hard right now to uh, get the next year's jazz festival together because that's what they do but they also present events throughout the year and they will promote um, other events that are independent of the jazz society but it will be on uh, or the jazz festival um, but they it'll be on their website so as i said it's a very comprehensive website coastaljazz.ca check it out And, of course, another very fine website is VancouverJazz.com. 
That's another comprehensive website and great to browse around and spend some time on. And uh, there you go. Coastaljazz.ca and VancouverJazz.com. And I would like to mention Pat's Pub on the downtown east side every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 7. Many of our finest musicians play at Pat's Pub. And, of course, it's a very comfortable venue and uh, easy, easily accessible, lots of parking around there, all that kind of stuff. So it's uh, Pat's Pub, of course, is located in the historic Patricia Hotel. And uh, this week, uh, a band led by my good friend André Lachance, Quatuor, and uh, that is a, a tremendous quartet, uh, very creative and wonderful music, and they're playing at Pat's Pub this coming Saturday from 3 to 7. And the beautiful thing about Pat's Pub is that uh, a lot of us don't have too much money these days, of course. There's no cover, so you don't have to cough up uh, money for a cover charge. There will never be a cover on the Saturday afternoon sessions at Pat's Pub. And um, very comfortable, a good selection of uh, beverages and good food and, and good atmosphere there. Three to seven every Saturday afternoon. And it's best to get there a little early and get yourself a good uh, seat with a good stage view. But the sound and the acoustics in, in the pub are excellent. So there you go. That's pub. All right. We're going to turn now to an absolutely amazing recording featuring the great late Oscar Peterson at the piano. He did a series of albums. Uh, The idea was put to him in the 70s by the great uh, impresario Norman Grants, who was taking care of Oscar's uh, bookings. And, of course, they were great friends. And he he threw this idea at Oscar. He said, "Um, how would you like to record a bunch of duets just with you, of course, on the piano and a bunch of great trumpet players and do an individual album with each one, just the two of you? And I'm thinking of trumpet players like Harry Edison, Roy Eldridge, uh, the younger John Faddis, Freddie Hubbard, Clark Terry, and Dizzy Gillespie. Oscar didn't have to think twice about that. He said, yes, that sounds like a great idea. And subsequently, a bunch of albums uh, were issued with Oscar Peterson and these great trumpet players. And it was basically, it was called Oscar Peterson Meets the Trumpet Kings. And... um, or Oscar Peterson meets you know, Harry Edison, or Freddie Hubbard, or John Pattis, etc., etc. They're all good, of course, with the caliber of those musicians, and, and the older musicians were, were still playing extremely well, and the younger guys were, of course, smoking too. But the best of the bunch that really caught fire, and I thought was head and shoulders above all, All the others was the one that Oscar did with Dizzy Gillespie. 
as great as all the other albums is are, this one tops it. There, there was a certain chemistry between these two gentlemen, and anybody who thought that Dizzy Gillespie was kind of, you know, getting old and not playing as well as he used to or just kind of laying back a little more, uh-uh. This was recorded in London in November of 1974. So we're going to hear Oscar Peterson and Dizzy Gillespie, and we're going to hear three tunes from this album. And uh, they're absolutely amazing. We open with one written by a lady named Bernice Petcari. And this is a great tune, great melody and everything. It's called Close Your Eyes. And um, the second tune should be a little more familiar. And this is a version of the very famous tune written by Juan Teasall and Duke Ellington called Caravan. And the third tune is a blues written co-written by Dizzy Gillespie and Oscar Peterson, or co-created by Dizzy Gillespie and Oscar Peterson right there, and it's called Mozambique. So close your eyes, Caravan and Mozambique. Dizzy Gillespie on trumpet, and the great Oscar Peterson at the piano incomparable. Thank you. 
doesn't get any better than that. Two of the greatest musicians in the history of this music, the great Canadian pianist Oscar Peterson meets John Burke's Dizzy Gillespie, who was our featured jazz artist last week. This is um, from a series of albums that Oscar Peterson did, duetting with uh, some of the most prominent trumpet players. And the one that he did, which you just heard three tunes from, with Dizzy Gillespie, for me, is the high point of those sessions. And all of this was recorded in London in uh, late November of 1974. And we heard three tunes from this album. The first one uh, was a standard tune written by Bernice Petcary called Close Your Eyes. And the second tune was a very familiar item, of course, written by Juan Tizal and Duke Ellington. The tune, Caravan. And the third tune was a basic blues, if you can call <laughs> that rendition of the blues basic. Um, and that was a co-composition of uh, Dizzy Gillespie and Oscar Peterson, entitled Mozambique. So that's it. Just the two of them. And, of course, um, there was a definite, really strong chemistry between these two uh, virtuoso players. And uh, they delivered on this uh, historic set. Dizzy Gillespie or Oscar Peterson meets Dizzy Gillespie. We're going to turn now to the music of one of uh, Vancouver's real treasures, the music of Jody Prosnick. Jody, of course, plays the acoustic bass, and uh, she is uh, she won the Juno Award, of course, uh, for this uh, album. It's called Sun Songs, and it was issued on the Cellar Live label. And we're going to hear uh, Jody, of course, leading um, Leila Bialy on vocal, Tilden Webb on piano. Steve Caldestat on tenor saxophone, and Jesse Cahill on drums. And this is the first tune on this album that we're going to play, and it's called Listen. And it's a co-composition uh, of Jody Prosnick's and Sherry Ulrich's. So a beautiful piece of music from Jody's award-winning album, Sun Songs. Here is Listen. Whisper 
the amazing voice of uh, Leila Bialy singing with Tilden Webb at the piano, Steve Caldestad on tenor saxophone, Jesse Cahill on drums, and the leader and co-composer of that piece of music, Jody Prosnick on acoustic bass. That's uh, the opening track from her album, Sun Songs, and that was a composition composed by Jody and Sherry Ulrich, and it's called, of course, Listen. Jody Prosnick, one of our great treasures and a wonderful uh, musician, teacher, and uh, someone who is uh, a total inspiration to any anyone around her. She just has that gift. We're going to turn now to a wonderful saxophone player from Montreal, and he is um, he knows everything about the saxophone. He is uh, uh, an incredible um, world-class repairman, uh, of course, and, uh, and everybody that plays the saxophone know that, knows that uh, getting uh, a good repairman and having him work on your instrument is akin to most people getting a family doctor. You have to have a good repairman and, uh, and know, or repair person, shall we say, um, <laughs> that can uh, keep your instrument, your musical instrument, in shape so that you can sound uh, as best you can. Um, and Al McLean has uh, established himself as uh, someone who really um, one has to turn to to, uh, to really get um, your instrument properly repaired. He's based in Montreal, has been based in Montreal for many years. He arrived there um, when he was 18 years old and uh, studied at uh, McGill University. And, of course, he's an amazing saxophone player. And he did this particular album. It uh, was recorded um, in Montreal with uh, the legendary Azar Lawrence. Now, Azar Lawrence um, is a native of Los Angeles, and he... Uh, played in the 70s with McCoy Tyner and um, uh, then later went on and recorded his own albums and then dropped out for many years for a variety of reasons. And uh, he's back, uh, and he is, of course, at the peak of his power. So these two guys met. Um, McLean was in New York City um, doing his saxophone repair thing, and um, he met Azar Lawrence, and, of course, uh, they talked, and Lawrence said, you know, we should play together. And they created a whole series of concerts in, in, in Montreal and um, really ended up having a, a mutual admiration society and decided to record this particular album, and it's available on the Cellar Live label. The album is called Frontiers, and it features the dual tenor saxophone work of Al McLean and Azar Lawrence, backed up by Adrian Vedati on acoustic bass, Paul Schrofel on piano, and Greg Ritchie on drums. So we're going to hear a track from uh, this particular album called Frontiers, and this is uh, Azar Lawrence's composition, and it's called Mystic Journey. Azar Lawrence and Al McLean. Thank you. 
Al McLean from Montreal and Azar Lawrence together, the legendary Azar Lawrence. And uh, we heard both of those tenor saxophonists with Paul Schroffel on piano and Adrian Vedati on bass and Greg Ritchie on drums. And all of this was recorded in Montreal um, back in March of 2015. And this is from a Cellar Live album entitled Frontiers. And uh, it's really nice to hear uh, Azar Lawrence out there again. Amazing. And, of course, Al McQueen has always been uh, top of the game on, uh, on tenor saxophone. So both of these guys, uh, terrific players. And uh, this is a really marvelous album of these uh, two tenor saxophone giants. And uh, worth looking into. The album is called Frontiers. We're going to turn our attention now to uh, someone who leads uh, a big band. And she's a composer. Her name is Chelsea McBride. And she plays the tenor saxophone and conducts this orchestra made up of um, younger folks. Uh, I'm not going to get into all the names uh, of all the people. Uh, there's a few prominent names on, on here in this big band, but it is rather huge. And, um, of course, it features trombones, uh, trumpets, and all kinds of reed instruments as well. And uh, Chelsea's compositions uh, are quite amazing. And uh, we're going to present one of them here. The album is called Aftermath. And uh, her band is called the Socialist Night School. There you go. So that's a political statement in itself. And uh, this album, uh, as I mentioned before, just look up Chelsea McBride and Aftermath on the net, and you'll be able to find this album. We're going to hear the first tune um, on this album, the first track, and it's Chelsea's composition, and it features herself on tenor saxophone in the solo and um, Arden Sibley on trombone. No, Aiden, sorry, Aiden Sibley on trombone. And Chelsea McBride, of course, the composer on tenor saxophone. So here it is, Revolution Blues.
That was the music of Chelsea McBride and from her album Aftermath. And I neglected to uh, mention the vocalist on there. His name is uh, Alex Samras. And, of course, uh, he enhanced the uh, piece of music. Chelsea composed that and played the uh, tenor saxophone, conducted the orchestra, and uh, the other soloist on trombone was um, Aidan Sibley. And of course, the rest of the people in the band. Um, We're not gonna get into all the names. It's a huge orchestra. And uh, this is quite a, um, she calls her band the Socialist Night School. And uh, it's a very, very interesting album. Chelsea McBride, that's the name to look out for. This is an album by a Victoria-based drummer, um, Jonathan McCaslin, and he picked some of our cream of the crop of Vancouver musicians, including Brad Turner on trumpet. And, of course, he lives on Vancouver Island, but he's frequently here, and he was a part of the Vancouver scene for so many years. Phil Dwyer on tenor saxophone, Tilden Webb on piano, yes, and Jody Prosnick on bass. And this is a Jonathan McCaslin composition. This is from an album uh, on Cellar Live, once again, called Sonalta. And this is a composition by Jonathan, and it's entitled Different Mountains. So here then, Jonathan McCaslin and his group.
That's a nice little original composition based on a standard tune called You Stepped Out of a Dream. And uh, that was written by Jonathan McCaslin, who played the drums and led the band on this album. Uh, the uh, tune was called Different Mountains, and that featured Brad Turner on trumpet, Phil Dwyer on tenor saxophone, Tilden Webb on piano, Jody Prosnick on bass, and John McCaslin on drums. And that's from his Cellar Live album entitled Sonalta. Jonathan McCaslin. He's based in uh, Victoria and, of course, a uh, wonderful drummer and composer. We're going to uh, end the show and uh, take you to Montreal for this final piece of music. And a piece of music by Jacques Cuba Seguin. And he plays the trumpet. He's a composer. And uh, these are some very, um, mostly very well, very prominent musicians, mostly French Canadian musicians, including one of my favorite saxophone players from there, Yannick Roux. And he plays the tenor saxophone on this piece. Uh, we're going to hear Olivier Salazar on vibraphone, Jean Michel Pilk on piano, Adrian Vedati on bass, and Kevin Warren on drums. And of course, the leader, Jacques Cuba Seguin on trumpet, and this is his composition and orchestration. This is from an album called Migrations, and uh, you can uh, always look it up. Jacques Cuba Seguin. And uh, Jacques, of course, is Jacques. Uh, uh, Cuba is spelled K-U-B-A, and Seguin is, of course, S-E-acute-G-U-I-N. You can check it out on the uh, on the web. So this is his composition entitled Les Criviens.
That was a group from Montréal, and it included some very prominent uh, French-Canadian musicians, including the leader, Jacques Cuba Seguin, who played the trumpet and composed that piece of music, along with uh, Yannick Roux on tenor saxophone, uh, Olivier Salazar on vibraphone, Jean-Michel Pilk on piano, Adrian Bedadi on bass, and Kevin Warren on drums. And that piece of music was called L'Ecrivain. And uh, yes, very, very fine recording um, by Jacques Cuba Seguin. And it's entitled, the recording is called Migrations. And uh, we'll hear more from this uh, very interesting uh, recording because a lot of these... Uh, a lot of the French-Canadian musicians don't get heard very often um, out here, so it's always interesting to present their kind of musical viewpoint. And uh, so we hope you enjoyed that piece of music, thereby closing another edition of The Jazz Show on CITR-FM 101.9, or, of course, if you're live-streaming, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin Walker, and we'll be back next week. Enjoy the weather this week. Enjoy Halloween night, because it's going to be it's going to be a blast, and uh, it's going to be scary and fun and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we'll see you next Monday evening. We do this show every Monday, beginning at 9 p.m. So take care, and we'll see you in seven days' time. Thank you very much for stopping by. Bye-bye for now.